as promised, here's your second episode of the day. We're going to run to the store, and that's probably where we'll uh, start including the th- or start recording the third episode. Thanks so much for listening. This one's the truth about tech and e-commerce and eBay's corruption. Um, this is not the sky is falling. I'm not Chicken Little. This is the truth, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, we're gonna start. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna start another episode here. I almost dropped. I almost had a microphone issue, like a major one. Um, almost lost the mics. The commercials don't work at the end of the podcast. You have to put them in at the front. I realized so. That's something new. Um, so we couldn't add a commercial in the last one, but we'll, don't worry, we'll get a commercial probably in between the first segment and the second second segment and the second segment and third segment is what we'll end up doing, typically. So uh, for those of you keeping track at home, um, we're about to go to the store and get a 24 ounce and then be mindful and then we'll probably come back uh, here and make another episode. So that should be episode number three of the day. Uh, this is episode number two, segment one. Um, we're talking about how to ask for help still and just my overall outlook of, on things and how everything deteriorated. How did it get so bad? How did we get here? Right? Like trying to be goofy and trying to be funny, it helps so much, you know? But it, it's still just the same old thing that I'm that I'm always doing, and that's like running away from my problems and like pretending that things don't aren't as important as they are, or aren't as um, dire, or, or prioritizing things. And that's not been like who I am typically uh, over the course of my life. It hasn't been until I'm, I was met with like so much adversity and just gave up, um, especially with last week, last Friday. Um, I received an email like not giving me credit for something that did end up getting straightened out. Of course, it's going to put a delay on things. Uh, so other stuff that I was expecting to sort of be done and finished and in my possession, I guess you could say, are still not. And that's because somebody messed up or somebody else didn't send an invoice in. or Like it, it comes back on somebody else. And I'm not trying to blame others. I'm not trying to skirt the responsibility or the culpability of my actions at all. I'll definitely take ownership and and be accountable if I messed up on something. But if somebody else is required to uh, submit something on my behalf and I, I'm just not able to submit it for some, for some reason, someone else has to do it and then they don't submit it and I get screwed, like that's what I've been dealing with here. And w- with eBay back in early April, sure, like that's what happened. Um, I can do the condensed version here really quick. If you're still using eBay, stop, it's not safe. Uh, I sold an RX 5700 GPU, a Nitro Plus, the special edition. I sold it for $700, haven't been paid for it. I sold, the item was delivered on April 11th, have not been paid for it. I sold a Mac Mini, it was a 2018 Mac Mini. I sold it for 1200, it's probably worth more than that. <laughs> Ah, geez. It was delivered on April 11th and I haven't been paid for it. So I'm expecting $1,575.08 that never came to me. That was all the way back in early April. April 16th, I demanded my money. eBay said, well, you can go get it in July. So 
lucky me, right? Uh, eBay's stupid. eBay's incompetent and, and has no idea what they're doing. They're going to go out of business uh, the way that they're behaving. Like, they're not going to last. It's just not possible. Uh, so that's not me trying to blame my problems or not be accountable or accept responsibility. Like, I don't know what was going on. There was some scammer or something said, reported me or said, like, whatever. I, I don't know. So selling stolen items. I have no clue what they were what they, what was said because eBay would never tell me. They started asking me for receipts and shit. They wouldn't give me any money if they if I didn't provide receipts. Those receipts were probably what they wanted receipts for a microphone that was fifteen years old that I bought in Arizona in like two thousand eight, two thousand six, I don't even know. And they wanted a receipt for a guitar I received it as a gift. So I never received a receipt for it. It was a gift. Um, I'm still planning on taking like eBay to court eventually. Um, hopefully sooner than later, but I need money to do that. And I love the studio and all the noise that's involved here. But like, that's my approach. That's where I'm at right now. Like to get you all caught up and to not beat around the bush. Like that's what happened. I got put out $1,575. Now at that time I was still kind of treading water and I was like, okay, I'll ask this person for help. And it was a kind of a long time friend. I've known him for about 20 years almost. And I asked them for help and I got ignored. And that was where I messed up. Like that, I asked the wrong person first and it, it sent me into this like, oh, wow. If they don't wanna help me, then other people don't wanna help me. And if I, like, I'm alone in this. So I asked the wrong person first. <clears throat> now with my back up against the wall, like I'm asking childhood friends, I'm trying, but I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed by it because I'm so underwater. If I would have asked for help a month ago with the right people, the childhood friends, like a month ago, I could have explained everything a lot better. I could have um, probably even been like, yeah, and you know, I can pay you back here or there, like whatever. It, it still could have been viable. Um, it still could have been like a practical approach and a realistic approach to solving this problem that I'm in now. Except now it, it's gone so out of derailed so much that now I'm scrambling around because yeah, I'm like quite literally on the brink of being homeless here coming into what May 20th. I didn't, I haven't paid for April. I haven't. Um, and I haven't paid for May. So and my car payment was due in April. My phone bill was due in April and my phone's going to get like shut off permanently. Um, if I don't pay it by tomorrow. <laughs> so welcome to the Bling Vieira call-in show. This is the 24-hour countdown special where we're going to do call-ins and donations um, with a goal of $4,000. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> but that's where I'm at. And I I've been avoiding things. I've been running away from things. But, like, I still get met with, like, hurdles and obstacles. And with last week, to, to bring it back around, like, it was so incredibly frustrating to have done the work and to done to have accomplished it, like completed everything. Everything's done. Everything's finished, completely finished. There's, I even did extra. I even did some little extra work and here you go to, as like a reminder of like, Hey, you know, let's work again in the future. And here's like a little kind of like a freebie, but it's like still like, this is the quality of work you can expect from me. And this is like extra. I'll even do extra. <laughs> like, that's a good thing. That's a good quality to have when you're um, trying to like, when you're working in marketing and stuff. 
I didn't ask for anything extra, but I gave you extra. And that's sort of like how I've been with like my work ethic in life. So I'm not, what's new to me here, like I'm not new to working or um, uh, like, I don't know, being productive, being uh, industrious, like a, someone who's contribu contributing to society, at least in some way, not just sitting around loafing around doing nothing. Like I, I take a lot of pride in my work. I take pride in what I do. Typically, this podcast is a different story. Sometimes this podcast is a little deleted because I don't take pride in it. But like honestly, if I like sit down and write a script and everything, it could probably be a little bit more interesting and put together. So that's on me. Okay, the podcast is something different. It's more, in a lot of ways, it's honestly like having a, a audio diary that I can keep track of and, and listen to and be embarrassed about later on or laugh about or joke about and say like, oh yeah, I remember when I was in this situation or I remember when things were good and life was on easy street and just all of it, right? As we're getting ready to go here, um, we'll switch gears a little bit. Getting my socks on. I think one of the the biggest con um, contributors, contributing factors to me not asking for help is just my track record of it. Um, I don't do it very often, and when I do, it's like, yeah, I really need it, and um, it's been a while. Like I, I mentioned in a few episodes before, the last time I asked my dad for help was in November of 2020, the end of November, and you know, he didn't come through, so it's like I haven't asked him for help since. Um, and then again, the last, that's, that's the last time I ever asked for help pretty much, um, until last month. Uh, no, I, I guess I've asked for help along the way from, but not, not like this, not like rents due and everything else. It, there's other, of course, there's other exceptions to things, but like serious help, can't pay your car bill, can't do whatever things, phone shut off. I can't remember the last time my phone was shut off due to like non-payment. Like I really, that's not something that happens. So I can't remember the last time that that's even happened. And so it's all new to me pretty much. Like all this scrambling around, all of it, maybe I haven't taken it seriously enough. Um, I probably haven't just because I didn't expect, I, I don't, ex I, I guess I expect like justice to be served. I expect uh, eBay to get what's coming to them. Like, I, I just expect the truth to be available. Like, really, I, I expected the truth to be available and, like, the incompetence that I encountered along the way and just being ignored from other friends and stuff. Like, it's been so eye-opening because it's like, fuck, you're alone and you're not going to make it, man. Like, this is the real thing. You've always wondered, like, what happens or how someone ends up on the street. Where did they go wrong? What was the turning point? Was it mental health? Was it uh, addiction? Was it other stuff like emotional things that they get like abandoned or uh, just for, you know, basically forgotten about? Like, how does it happen in their life? And what's the difference between like me and them? Like, what am I doing differently? Um, it's, uh, there's really not a lot. <laughs> Come to find out, there's not much of a difference. And if you just get caught off guard for like a month, month or two, like that can really just be all the difference that between being on the street and not being on the street. Um, 
I keep thinking like, oh, I'm lucky enough to have uh, some items that are worth, have some value to them. Um, but like, do they really? Because if I can't sell them on eBay, then I sell them locally and stuff. But then it's like, well, what happened with eBay? Why couldn't you? Because money got jacked. So it's like, well, what happens if money gets jacked locally? Or what happens if you get money stolen from you locally? And uh, you run into other problems locally. Like it, it opened up this whole different uh, perspective to things of being ripped off and dishonesty and everything. If eBay can get away with stealing money and if eBay can get away with this shit, like with, without any consequences, without thinking twice about it, without realizing the impact of what, they, what they've done on, on individual lives, um, if you, if I needed that money to go to the water park or to, uh, buy a bunch of bounce houses for a birthday, that's, that's one thing, you know, that's ah shit. Well, you know, money's tied up, whatever we'll keep, but that money's for rent. That money's for a car payment. That money's for my phone bill. That money's to get out of here and it's, it's gone. It's not available. It was, those were my items. Uh, I put, I had, um, uh, like specifically waited to sell them at that time to get the hell out of here and to move on to bigger and better things. And the impact that having that money stolen from me the in, by eBay, the, in, the impact that that has had on my life has been like the worst experience I've ever had. And I'm an old man in my 50s pushing my sick to go to retirement age. I, I do have a full head of gray hair though, I do. Um, it's, it's had such a negative impact on my life and they have no clue. All they keep saying is like, well, you know, your account needs to be reinstated and, you know, we've already, uh, made it impossible for you to reinstate your account. So you have to go to unclaimedfunds.government. It's like, you guys are such pieces of shit, man. You guys are such pieces. Like what's going on there? Is no one, is there really no security there? So people can't call me and like say, hey, well, we just want to make sure, just check, double check on a few things. They're asking for receipts and shit for, for items that are like 15 years old, items that aren't even listed on eBay anymore. It's a crooked ass marketplace, but if you let your guard down, regardless if it's eBay or somewhere else, like local selling locally, if you let your guard down for a couple seconds and expect like the truth to come out or expect like justice to be on your side or um, things to work out for you because it's 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 what's true and it's what really happened just like the rest of us right like that's the normal thing to do that's the normal approach that's the practical thing to do it's to just oh i'll, I'll wait what's true is true and it's going to go my way because that's the truth and it's like no man it's not even going to be like that at all like not even close you're just going to wait that money's going to disappear and you're just going to sit around waiting and, and things are going to consistently and constantly get worse for you by because of your your expectate expectations of like oh yeah the truth will set the truth will set me free and it won't man it'll set you behind it'll set you back and i wish like i had been on top of this sooner i wish i'd asked for help a lot sooner but like that's my fault and that's a character flaw that i have but i shouldn't be like on the brink of homelessness because i, I because someone stole money from me, you know? The people that stole my rent money from me, those are the people that should be punished. Those are the people that should be put on the street because they're, they don't care about your life. A corporation like eBay um, is not 
it's it's not like a standalone unique company. eBay is probably a standalone unique company in the sense that they're probably the most corrupt right now of all of um, all of e-commerce. They probably are, but well, they are um, flat out. Like yeah, they're not probably. eBay is so corrupt to the core, man. Um, they're not helpful. They're just trying to steal your money. But just knowing that there's people like that and there's giant corporations, entities that that have not only the the capability or capacity to steal money from you, but they're like trying to, they, they're setting out to steal your money and make sure that you can't get it so they can hold it longer. Whether, whether or not that's to like prop up their first quarter profits like eBay, um, to make it look like they have this much cash on hand, even though it's money that they stole from all their customers like me. I mean, they added $1,500 probably to their balance that, um, or at least, uh, if well, they didn't have a surplus because they had a billion dollar loss in the first quarter. But imagine how much more it could have been like a $2 billion loss or one and a half billion dollar loss. Like it could have been much worse if they weren't hoarding money and stealing it from their customers. And if there's people that aren't as assertive like me or just don't care, their money just got stolen from them and, and they're not going to ever seek it. They're not going to go to unclaimedfunds.gov.com.uk.org. They're not going to do that because they, because maybe they're not as desperate as me or their lives are a little bit more important than that. But that's how eBay's stealing money. They're, they're, they're creating hurdles. They're placing hurdles, uh, bureaucratic, just bullshit hurdles where you have to write the government to get your money now that they stole from you. And who knows if it's even going to be there. The government will probably write back and say, well, eBay used, uh, your money, your funds, because you wrote them too many messages or too many emails or some fucking bullshit like that, right? Like that's the, that's the uh, caliber of character that eBay is. Um, but there's so many other companies like it, I'm sure. And they're so desperate and hard up and so the board of directors and you have the leadership, the inept leadership, sort of scrambling around to try and make ends meet, to try and continue to be profitable with the shareholders and their shareholders. Like eBay's hemorrhaging money. They're just being drained now. Have you seen eBay's stock price? When I started this shit back in April uh, 19th or 20th, last last month, uh, vocally, verbally attacking eBay as much as I could, trying to get the truth out there and make sure that you know about it. Like that was a month ago and I still had a little bit of cash and I was able to capitalize on that, on, on e buying eBay puts. But, like, I couldn't keep up. I, I couldn't keep my head above water. Um, I started to sink. I made a few mistakes here and there, and then that's it. The little bit of money I had, that was it. And now I'm cooked. And yeah, like, I bought myself a little bit of time. I bought myself a couple extra weeks by buying eBay puts um, and, and profiting on it a little bit, but I just couldn't keep up, man. I couldn't. With other bills and just with staying alive, buying groceries, buying food, water, like I can't. My phone's still off. My phone, my car payments still do. My rent's still two months behind. And I, yeah, now I'm even more broke. Could I have uh, done a lot more damage uh, by buying more puts if I had more money? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I saw eBay at 55 last month, and I was like, well, I was kind of hoping it'd be at 60 so I could get more from it. But what's it at now? 45 or less? That's a, what, 20% in a month? How's, how many more? That's like five months. eBay has five months to live. And I've been saying this. 
I've been saying eBay is going to be freaking bankrupt, belly under, non-existent anymore within six months. And that's my diagnosis. That's that's what I gave eBay as like an analyst, as a consultant. That's my that was my analysis. eBay has six months to live, and if you're investing in it, if you're participating in it, if you're even like um, associated with it on like a business level, they're going. It's going to be detrimental to your business if you're even associated with it. Board of directors has no clue, no clue, of what's going on below them. And it's because there's so much corruption inside of eBay. And I don't care how I sound at this point. If I, if all I ever talk about is eBay, if you turn on the Bling Vera podcast, what's he talking about again? Oh, eBay again. Oh, what a surprise. That's how it's going to be. And that's what I do not care because I want other people to avoid eBay. And I want other people to avoid being in situations that I'm stuck in right now where people are too bashful to ask for help. They're too kind. They're too nice. And they expect like society or they expect justice to happen and it just doesn't they just continue to go broke so much so that their voice gets silent and off they go kick it to the curb now you're living by the side of the river and you can tell yourself how pretty that skyline that salt lake city skyline is and the state capitol building right there how beautiful it looks the reflection reflections on the water and all the big fish in that river that you're living next to now in a tent because you got kicked out of your apartment couldn't make ends meet because eBay stole your money. Like that shit. Oh. I don't want anyone <laughs> to experience what I've gone through in the last month. It's been like traumatizing. It's it's caused me so many issues as, like, as far as like trust and mistrust. Distrusting people. Fracturing relationships. Like making me upset. Uh, turning me into this like skeptical just paranoid freaking animal now everyone's just trying to get my money now i don't trust anybody or anything there's no e-commerce let me, let me get all my information off of all the e-commerce sites that, that's on there or that i have like accounts with and honestly like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put any financial information into into like uh, companies like little caesar's pizza anymore or whatever other apps. There's only a few apps that I'm going to trust from now on or companies from now on with money. And that's the truth. And that's because eBay is eBay is displaying to the world right now, to you right now, the listener of the Bling Vera podcast, your favorite podcast, my favorite host. It's eBay is displaying to the world right now the dangers of e-commerce and the dangers of tech and the dangers of like trusting tech in e-commerce with not only with information, but just trusting that it's going to work, trusting it with fi fi your financials, trusting it with your rent money, trusting it with your car payments and phone bill. And then when you ask for help, you ask people for help. It's like, hey, well, eBay doesn't steal money. Huh? But trust me, man, eBay is displaying early on to the world right now of what's to come. And it's not good. I'm telling you, they have five months left to to exist they're hemorrhaging money they have zero leadership and it's not going to last and it's going to spearhead sort of like the tech bubble of of, of this century of, of, of this decade and the last time it happened was what 22 years ago right in the early 2000s somehow ebay managed to survive that 
but not anymore. They're not going to, and they're going to be the first big e-commerce company to go. And that's because they're dishonest and they're stealing from people. And so from there, other tech, uh, other e-commerce companies are going to get found out, going to be unearthed, <laughs> their corruption and their greed. And the fact that it's not going to work anymore, that business model is just not going to work anymore. It's going to be probably back to like mom and pop shops, local business, um, actual retail shops, believe it or not. It sounds, um, it sounds counter to, to what the direction of things has gone over the past 20 years. But I think so many people are going to get ripped off here with eBay and other e-commerce websites, whether it's through uh, other countries like adversarial countries uh, due, to, due to war or um, uh, just, yeah, just war, I guess, or just um, econo economic hardships, even if there's no real like actual like bombs dropping all the time, but just the, the economic, economic hardships caused by war and caused by just dishonesty, government dishonesty, corruption. eBay is going to be the first one, the biggest one that everyone's going to, it's going to wake people up and then they're going to, it's going to be too late though. At that point, they're going to try and get their information off. They're going to try and do whatever, but this whole digital freaking tech thing, we've all trusted it for so long. We all expect it to work and we all expect it to be like, oh, we're all going to live happily ever after. Like, oh, we got Zoom calls now. We can all just continue to, it's not, that's not going to be how it is. And honestly, like I would have just a few months ago, I said, no, nah, retail stores, no, nah, no. Nah. It's all going to be online. It's all digital. E-commerce is where it's going to be. That's where the money's at. That's where the investments should be made. E-commerce. Because, nah, it's not going to be retail anymore. Are you kidding me? Pandemic and stuff. It's, it's going to be retail stores, <clears throat> glasses, eyeglasses, ophthalmics, I th Warby Parker. I thought, yeah, hey, Warby, Warby Parker is probably going to be where glasses are going to go. Uh, retail shops like Lens Crafters, what is it, iMasters or whatever it's called now, Vision Works. Uh, retail stores like that, they're not going to last. No. America's Best, no. Uh, what's it, America's Best Vision, right? No, those those types of glasses stores. They might have a doctor there to. to write your prescription and to check your eyes, but nah, the, they're not going to last. They're not going to last. Now it's like, you want if you want to reinvest, you should invest in your local like glasses store, your, your local ophthalmic shop, not lens crafters, not vision, your local store, the, the mom and pop shops, the ones that are owned locally, that's where you're going to get the best service. And that's where you're going to find the most honesty. You're going to those, that's where people are not going to steal like right from under your nose, man. And if they do, they're going to get in trouble for it. You can call the police and say, hey, they stole $1,600. And the police will go down and investigate stuff. They'll go to the retail shop and be like, hey, what's up? Why'd you guys steal the $1,600? Why doesn't this patient, why doesn't this customer have their $1,600? There's no excuse. They either have it or they don't. Why don't they have it? You get a company like eBay, though stealing $1,600. I can't call the police because they're no help at all. What are they going to do? Drive over to eBay? They're not going to help. They don't care. There's nowhere for them to go. There's no, nothing for them to investigate. 
So they're not going to. Is this making sense now? They're gonna, it's, it's, it's called an exit scam. They're just gonna take all the money and leave and be gone and no one's gonna be accountable for it. It's just gonna be one giant massive bankruptcy like Enron. In the early 2000s, yes, Enron. It's exact same setup here, except it's probably bigger because it's multiple e-commerce companies and it's just the fact that no one's accountable. No one can get in trouble. It's, it's all tucked into like uh, the, the user agreement that you agreed to. It's like, well, I agreed to have my money tied up for 90 fucking days so that they had the total green light to hold $1,600 for me for 90 days. I wouldn't have agreed to that normally that's tucked in the user agreement somewhere. Police can't do shit and they wouldn't anyways because there's nowhere for them to go and shoot anybody. There's no doors for them to kick in. It's all e-commerce. They can't beat any, police can't beat anybody up. They, they're not gonna drive, try and find eBay headquarters in San Jose, not from Salt Lake City. So there's no one to shoot, there's no one to beat up, so the police are no help. But I'm telling you, man, this is, this is the, like, the first wave or the first clue eBay is if you're still using like e-commerce sites. I think Amazon, I think is still trustworthy because there's, you can get a hold of them. Um, they still have customer service. I don't, I don't think Amazon is probably, uh, Amazon's probably a, an honest company. But still, you know, you, you can't be sure. And who are, who are the police shoot at Amazon anyways? Where's Amazon headquarters in Washington? Police aren't gonna drive to Washington. But Amazon's good. Amazon trusts their customers. Amazon helps you. Amazon has a way to, to contact them. And they'll give you refunds. They'll give you your money back, absolutely. Absolutely, I just had a couple of returns a few a few weeks ago. So the dangers are, are present, but they're not everywhere in e-commerce, but they, they can be and they probably will infect the majority of e-commerce and, and bring things back to like a retail, uh, just retail storefronts. Certain products will probably have uh, bigger impacts as far as like, like I mentioned with like uh, glasses and ophthalmics. Yeah, it's probably gonna be more like mom and pop retail shops that take over that uh, sector, I guess, that market. But, but you guys need to be careful. And I'm, I'm not trying to say the sky is falling or trying to pull a chicken little here. As far as like, it's all over, don't spend it, don't even go to the store, cut up your credit cards or whatever. Like, that's not, that's not where I'm at just yet. I'm trying to warn you from the dangers of eBay and e-commerce and how easily they can rip you off and how easily they can get away with it. Because the police won't help, there's no one you can call, there's just nothing you can do. It's in the user agreement, it's all like uh, bureaucratic, just hurdles placed specifically to make sure you can't get, get your money that's owed to you, that they're keeping, to bolster their profits, to bolster their second quarter earnings. So yeah, here's our earnings. Half of it came from stealing money from our customers. Thank you, Paul Pressler, board director of eBay. Thank you for making sure that your shareholders are always the freaking pockets are nice and fat from all the dishonesty beneath you. And the, and the, the, 
your board of directors, you represent this company that's completely dishonest, completely nefarious, completely up to no good, stealing from their customers thousands of dollars, making sure that they're on the brink of homelessness, all to make sure that you guys have a little bit extra profit for that first quarter, even though you lost a billion fucking dollars, pieces of shit.